glad you're tuning in today to Crowned in His Glory podcast. Kimberly Spellman here. I am so excited about our conversation today. You know, we have been in a little study. Um, We kind of launched that um, last uh, podcast, and it is a study about the very fact that you ladies are a VIP. Yes, that would be a very important person, but it also means that you are a daughter of the Most High that is a VIP, very much full of value. Your identity is found in Christ and you're fulfilling the purpose every single day that He has for you and your life. Yes, that is very important. It is very possible. You can live full of His value. Because he made you valuable, because he created you, and he also then bought you back, brought you back into the kingdom. Yes, the kingdom. And then Jesus himself had to go and sit at the right hand of the Father. And as he did that, that was so that we could be seated with him in that very place. So thankful that we are seated in Christ. And when we are seated in Christ, then we walk in his full identity for our lives. Yes. And we walk in the fullness that every single, every single um, day, minute, hour, (laughs) he is forever. Let's just say that he is forever sitting in that spot declaring to his father, our father, innocent, innocent, innocent. Do you see the mercy seat? My blood was shed for their innocence. Innocence, innocent, innocence, not guilty. And maybe you have felt like your innocence was stolen. Maybe you have seen that, you know, you don't, you don't see yourself that way. You don't see yourself full of innocence or innocent or full of his value. Well, I'm here today to tell you that you can find Every bit of your value in Christ Jesus. He paid the price. He bought you back. Redemption. And see, I love this. We respond to his goodness. We respond to his love. And he found us. You know, Scripture says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the world that he sent his only son, Jesus, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. 
the very essence of that God so loved us that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to redeem us, to make us um, new again, to completely reset us. And how did he do that? By shedding his blood. And so that mercy seat is forever there declaring innocence, innocent, not guilty. And you know, I'm here today to remind you of just how innocent you are and how your innocence can be completely reset in Christ through the power of the Holy Ghost. And you can know that you are no longer guilty. doesn't matter what you did. You're not guilty. Now, with that, that is a, that is a complete natural paradigm shift. Because how many of us have had something that has happened to us that our innocence has been taken away? What about our doing something that, you know, (laughs) we are guilty. We are guilty. We'll all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Scripture says. But you know what? We can be redeemed. We can be reset. And that happens through Christ. That happens through a new birth. That happens through us coming into revelation knowledge of just who Jesus is. That means we must study, must study the word of God. I mean, it's life to us. It's, it's a, it's a book that, that is instruction to us. It's, it's a, a book of love. It's a book of instruction and guidance. It's it's a book of forgiveness. It's a book of revelation. And you know what? The empowerment of the Holy Spirit to take the word and allow it to transform us with the help of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, He He is the revealer of all truth. So I just want to encourage you today as we're getting started into um, just picking back up in this study that we have been on and we are going to remain on for a season that just how important you are. You are so important to God. You are his VIP. You are full of his value. He created you. Somebody needs to hear that again today. He created you. And you know what? He has seated you in Christ. Your identity doesn't have to 
um, be defined by something that you did or didn't do, something that you experienced or didn't experience, something that someone told you you must be and you never measured up, or someone told you that you were not and it was a constant um you know, down, 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 they were putting you down, 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 they were constantly making you feel less of a person. Well, I'm here today to say, ladies, that you are who you are in Christ. And you can say, Holy Spirit, I ask you to reveal to me just who I am in Christ. And allow him to do just that. It's a process. Don't get discouraged. And when you have a bad day, when you feel like, man, things are just not, man, I I don't feel, I don't feel like um, I've I got any value and I surely don't feel like I am seated in Christ. Do you know how I yelled at my kids today? Well, let me tell you, you can simply say, Father, forgive me. (laughs) I'm sorry, Lord. Show me just who I am. Help me. You know, I have much conversation out loud (laughs) with the Holy Spirit. I know many of you that are listening, you do too. You know, that's just call upon him. You know, I had a situation just uh, uh, earlier today and I was I was hunting for something. I mean, I was just like, OK, and I was kind of getting a little bit um, frantic, maybe I, just unnerved, I should say th- that I, I, you know, I flustered. I, I I just couldn't find something. And, and I knew that I knew that I knew that I saw it. And then I thought, well, maybe I didn't see it there. And because it wasn't there. And so I said, okay, Holy Spirit, you know exactly where that electronic is. I'm asking you to please just reveal it to me, please. And do you know, I, not even two seconds later, I had this thought, pick up this, and it was like this um, bag cover. And I picked it up and there it was. And I was like... Thank you, Holy Spirit. And Angel, if you brought that back to me because it was somewhere else, I'm thanking you that it was underneath <laughs> that that bag. You know, he'll help us. Maybe you're having a situation with a child. Maybe you got a teenager and you're saying, Lord, help, help. He'll help. But, you know, we have to trust him and then we have to allow him to speak to us. Sometimes we have to step back from a situation and say, Holy Spirit, you know, the heart of what needs to change in this situation. Is it me? Is it them? Is it both? Show me in Christ this situation because we're talking about who we are in Christ That's the part of VIP today that I really want to get into in our next probably 20 minutes. And, you know, who we are in Christ is so 
important. And a lot of us walk around thinking that we are who we are based upon what the world has said, based upon what our parents have said, based upon what a spouse has said, based upon what our kids have said, or how they've made us feel. But no, 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 no. We are who we are in Christ based upon Jesus and what he did and how he set us apart and how when we came into Christ, we were re, we like to say regenerated, generated, our DNA changed. We're not based upon what just is in the natural. We are based upon what Jesus Christ has done, and we are now placed in the kingdom in a position. That's a, it's a, sometimes that, that takes a renewing of the mind. It takes a constant knowing, hey, I, I am in Christ. I function in Christ. I am seated in Christ. I walk in love as Christ walk, walked in love. I hear what my father says, just like Christ heard what his father said. I will do. I will see through his eyes. I'll hear his voice, stranger's voice. I will not follow And so that means discipline, just like going to the gym. We have to discipline ourselves to really stay in that place, in in that seat in Christ. And, you know, um, I really have it on my heart today to just kind of begin a dialogue of opening up in this conversation a scripture and a, a chapter. And you may be going, well, how does that all fit? Well, Let's look at it and then I'm going to kind of uh, expand um, our understanding maybe or some maybe something you've never seen. Maybe you've seen this. If you have, please message me, text me and say, yes, that encouraged me. This is what the Lord has showed me about John 17. And I'm going to read from the Passions Translation and we're going to John 17. And so much of the time we look at being in Christ Maybe in such a um, a way that we have to, how do I want to say that, Holy Spirit, uh, that we're external or we have to come and sit with Him. Well, that is true, and we, we do sit with Him, but it's not just a sitting. It's actually becoming un- united in unity with Him. And so I want to look at this. And I'm going to start in verse 10. Um, Actually, yeah, verse 10. For all who belong to me now belong to you. And all who belong to you now belo- uh, belong to me as well. And my glory is revealed through their surrendered lives. Okay, pause for just a second. Let's punctuate something. Who we are in Christ, when we are seated with Him in Christ, we live a surrendered life. That means we've died to ourselves and we have come united with Christ, with Christ in Him. Okay, so verse 11, Holy Father, I'm about to leave this world to return to be with you. 
but my disciples will remain here. So I ask that by the power of your name, protect each one that you have given me. Watch over them so that they will be united as one, even as we are one. While I was with these that you have given me, I have kept them safe by your name that you have given me. Not one of them is lost except the one that was destined to be lost so that the scripture would be fulfilled. But I now, but now I am returning to you. So father, I pray that they will experience, hello, (laughs) they'll experience and enter into my joyous delight in you so that it is fulfilled in them and overflows. I have given them your message, and that is why the unbelieving world hates them, for their allegiance is no longer to this world because I am not of this world. Okay, pause again, punctuate. We are not of this world. We are of Christ. We have been um, regenerated. We are now in him. So we don't re- react as the world reacts. We don't see ourselves as the world sees themselves. Okay. I have given them your message. That is why the unbeliever, uh, unbelieving world hates them for their allegiance is no longer to this world because I am not of this world. I am not asking that you remove them from the world, but I ask that you guard their heart from evil for they no longer belong to this world any more than I do. Your word is truth. Okay. So if we want truth about something, ladies, Where are we going to find it? (laughs) Are we going to find it on Facebook? Well, okay. Um, I'm going to even go a step further. Are we going to find it just listening to a whole bunch of good teaching and podcasts? Even this one? No. Ha. It will help us, but it's not going to take the place of our Going to the word of God for ourselves, us studying the word, us looking into the word, us saying, Father, show me in your word life and truth in this situation in my life. Okay, verse 17. Here we go. Your word is truth. So make them holy by the truth. I have commissioned them to represent me just as you commissioned me to represent you. See, so we, when we are in Christ, when we function in Christ, we are, we're representing him just like he represented the father, right? And now I dedicate myself to them as a holy sacrifice so that they will live as fully dedicated to God and be made holy by your truth. See, he had to dedicate himself. 
we have to dedicate ourselves, ladies. We have to dedicate ourselves every single day. And sometimes we have to dedicate ourselves, sometimes every minute of the day, ha, to stay in that place in Christ. Because when we are dedicating ourselves to remain in Him, and He's in us, and we're in Him, and He's in us, and we're in Him, and His truth is setting us free, His truth is bringing life, His truth is setting a pattern for us to live in. When we do that, we remain in Him and His presence, and we abide in Him, and He abides in us. His presence is in us, and we stay in His presence. That's part of being in Christ. That is the very foundation of being in Christ. That is more than anything, a foundational truth of being in Christ. And you know, there's different expressions of being in Christ, but this I'm talking about a main foundation. Because when we when we find ourselves in him, and we remain in him and he is in us and we are in him and he is in us and we are in him. We find ourselves in him. It's the only place we can abide. It's the place that we thrive. It's the place that truth is revealed and it sets us free. Truth sets free. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so. We're going to get to unity because that's key in knowing who we are in Christ and that position, okay, that we're talking about. So, verse 20, and I ask not only for these disciples, but also for all those who will one day believe in me through their message. Okay, that's us. (laughs) Ladies, that's us. Hello. I pray for them all to be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world will recognize that you sent me. For the very glory you have given to me, I I have given them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. Hello, the same unity. And I want to just tell you, when you're looking at unity, you know, the Lord gave this years ago to our family. Unity is a place of consistent commitment to purpose. So ladies, how do we stay in Christ? How does he stay in us and we stay in him? How does his presence flow in us all the time and we flow in his presence all the time? We do it simply by placing a consistent commitment to his purpose. And his plan for our life. Yes. (laughs) Such good news. And you know what? It's so doable. It's so possible. 
And sometimes the enemy wants to keep us out of some of the very most um, simplest things because he wants to make it look like it's something that it's not, that you have to be perfect to be in Christ. No, being in Christ perfects you. Being in Christ gives you much patience. It builds that patience. It builds agape love in you. When you're in Christ, those things begin to be produced because of the commitment to consistent partnership of his purpose. Partnership. If you could see yourself seated in Christ at the right hand of the Father, working in partnership with Him, Him and you and you and Him, partnering together to live life, to thrive in life, to accomplish in life, how much of that would change our perspective? Man, man, it has changed mine, and I am still working. I'm pressing towards the mark of the price. I'm I'm pressing to remain in him and him remain in me. Consistent consistent commitment to purpose, his purpose, his plan. Because if it's his purpose and his plan, everything that we need comes in that place. <laughs> Every bit of healing Every bit of provision, every bit of emotional stability. Hello. Even when every bit, every bit, every bit. Okay, so let's go back up. I think I let's pick back up in 21 again. I pray for them all to be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world will recognize that you sent me. For the very glory you have given to me, I have given them so that they will be joined together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. You live fully in me and now I live fully in them so they will experience perfect unity and the world will be convinced that you have sent me for they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. Woo. Hallelujah. Father, I ask that you allow everyone that you have given to me to be with me where I am. Then they will see my full glory and very splendor you have placed upon me because you have loved me even before the beginning of time. You are my righteousness, Father. But the unbelieving world has never known you in the the perfect way that I know you. And all those who believe in me also have that you have sent me. I have revealed to them 
who you are, and I will continue to make you even more real to them so that they can experience the same endless love that you have for me. For your love will now live in them even as I live in them. Father, thank you. Thank you for this word of conversation today. Holy Spirit, I am asking you now to go forth to every woman, every listener today, right now. I ask that you bring a fresh and a new revelation of who they are in you, Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, reveal. With your power, demonstrate to them. Healing comes. Emotional freedom comes. Revelation comes. <laughs> the very joy of the Lord and their salvation renew strength within them. I thank you, Father. You are a good, good Father. And you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus, so that we could be found in him and he could be found in us. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I pray, ladies, that you find great joy today. I pray that the Holy Spirit works in your heart and you have a fresh identity that is coming into your heart today, knowing that you are seated in Christ and that you have been filled with the very glory of God. It is upon you, crowning you. His very glory crowning you, it's upon you, it's within you. And I just pray that there is much joy that comes. And I believe that as you take what I've had a conversation today with you about, you'll take it to your quiet time, your intimate time, and I pray that he speaks to you in fresh and new and living ways. <laughs> May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face <laughs> to shine upon you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom, peace, encounters, face-to-face -face encounters of intimacy. Lifting up his countenance, his favor. And may you know the wholeness of shalom, that place in him. <laughs>